This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast for your author success with the Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing podcast. As you listen in, you're always going to get a variety of ahas, insight, tips, and how-tos for your author, for your publishing, and of course, your book marketing success. With us this week, which I'm very excited to have, is a new voice for many of you to hear. Becky Parker Geist. And Becky has got lots of, in her pedigree, let's just say that, she is the president of the Bay Area Independent Publishers Association. But what we're going to be talking about is audio. She's the CEO of Pro Audio Voices, a Portland-based company that provides audiobook production and, get this, marketing. And it's the first time I've come across someone who's got the moxie um, and the skills to really talk about audio marketing, uh, your audiobook marketing, and to go forward with most most people do an audiobook and they're left floundering. What do I do next? So she typically works with indie authors and publishers who want to reach a much wider audience. And both Becky, uh, along with her team at Pro Audio Voices, help their clients have a greater impact on the world. And I bet. That's what you want to hear about uh, right now. Audio is hot. It's been increasing in its growth significantly over the last few years. It's projected that uh, this coming year, 2023, because we're in 2022, it will at least match the influence um, and the sales of ebooks. And I bet a lot of you don't know that. So, Becky, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. So where do we start here? Maybe you can update me on some of the latest stats. You probably know. Where are you? Uh, where is audiobooks in the grand scheme of publishing yeah. things? Yeah. Well, audiobooks have uh, have been, you know, the reporting happens at the beginning of the year, so we don't have the numbers for 2021 just yet, but... Uh, over, we've had nine consecutive years of double-digit growth in audiobooks, and we're talking both um, in terms of revenues, but also in terms of units. So uh, it's definitely a time when more and more people are recognizing that uh, you know our listeners, our followers, our readers—they want the ability, they want to be able to hear the books. Um, mm-hmm. And there's uh, many reasons for that, Um, you know, one of which that I think is really interesting for us is that, you know, we spend so much time on screens. Um, Audiobooks allow us to step away from them, Mm -hmm. close our eyes, and just listen Mm -hmm. and enjoy a story or gaining information. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm one of those people, Becky, that I'm on. I I'm on a screen usually starting from 5 a.m. in the morning, and mm-hmm. often yeah. it doesn't shut down till close to seven o'clock at night. The last thing I want to do is to read a bo- ebook. It truly is the last thing I want to do. But but I will yeah. say you should do them, as I think you should do audiobooks as well as print books. You do them all. It's like a menu absolutely. in a restaurant. So yes, I, I, I absolutely come, agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I come from that kind of neck of the woods. So it's growing like crazy, double digits. And that's that's a lot of people think, well, maybe audiobooks have just increased, increased uh, because of COVID. Oh, no, no, no. They have been increasing, as you said, nine consecutive years with double digit growth in units and money. So I love that. That's a great stat, by the way. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an exciting time to be in the audiobook world. So I'm, you know, yeah, I'm glad that's my passion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got it. All right. So, well, you know, with, with audiobooks that are leading the publishing industry in terms of growth, and they certainly the double digit, they are for sure. Um, that how do how does an author quickly get into the game? Is it something that okay, I'm just going to speak into my mic and do that, and just I'll read my book myself, or what should we be doing? Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of mystery. I think for a lot of people, it feels like uh, you know just people don't know what what it takes to do an audiobook and where to even begin. So I'm glad you asked that question. Um, and I want to first go to what you said about, you know, do I just read into a mic? Because mm-hmm. for many authors, uh, one of the first questions is, should I narrate it myself? And uh, that can be either exciting or daunting, uh, depending on the person. But it's uh, it's a serious question to ask because, if you have the idea that you should be the voice for your own audiobook, before just um, making that final, I would encourage people to stay open to the possibility of having a professional narrate the book and get the information to make an educated decision about it. Because it takes, uh, there's certainly a learning curve uh, in terms of it's not just the recording. Uh, and it's uh, there's editing, so the post production part. Uh, there are a lot of other elements, some of which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later today. But um, one of the hardest things for authors that I hear when they, you know, try to do their own is if you have a long book, imagine mm. how many hours you have to have a consistent energy and be able to stick with it and, and provide a consistent tone. There's a lot to it. Mm, Becky, I, so love, that's no, that's, I, I love, yeah. love that you said that about the energy. I remember coming out of the studio, and I have strong opinions about that too. I, I think if, if I had a fiction book, I would absolutely want a professional narrator in play because of the variations mm-hmm. and, and the different tones they somehow have to use. I have never read a fiction book where... There's only one person in the book. <laughs> you, 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 right. you have different right. voices and levels. <laughs> the, the, the second thing is, so for fiction, I think it, it is a must. Now, I'm someone who narr- narrates 
my own books, but I go into a professional mm-hmm. studio. I have an editor in play. I've actually had other people in play to guide me. But one of the best things I think the editor said to me with the last book we did, he said, you are one of the very few authors that you have more energy as you come to the close than others. Mm-hmm. That By then, you're going back yeah. to what you say. It's exhausting. When you've been in a studio for yeah. hour after hour, it's exhausting. Um, and that it's so important that you have that level of energy from the get go all the way through, because if you peter out, you know, your listener is going to hear you and they're going to peter out too. Just saying. Right. That's right. (laughs) Yep. 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 And, and, and so having that, you know, as you described, you know, where you're going into a professional studio and you have that support team editors, you know, the audio engineers, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're, you're, um, you've got, like I said, that support team. So when you approach going, uh, doing an audio book, whether it's with a professional narrator or you, that you're going to narrate it, I strongly encourage you to do it with a support team. And in the audio world, that's an audiobook producer. And there are many of us out there um, that, that uh, provide different kinds of services. Um, so, for example, our company, we will provide author-narrated services, whether people want to um, narrate from home, we get them set up, or if they want to uh, and, and provide the kind of support that they're going to need, or if they're going into a studio, we're working with that studio. And then you also have the option of the professional narrator. So when you, you know, as you're looking for who you're going to work with, um, make sure that they cover the kinds of options that you're considering. Which is important. Um, and oh, there are many oh, other components besides the recording. Okay. And, and the, the other question I think an author needs to ask to anyone like, like you is, what are my options? So you can go through... Well, you can do it yourself. Here are the pros. Here's the cons. You know, here's what's going to happen. Um, I remember I got sent home one time, Becky, from the studio because my stomach was gurgling. And those, you know, the mics oh, in these studios mm-hmm. are so sensitive that it just, and, and, and so the, the takeaway was, Judith, for heaven's sakes, I don't eat breakfast. You know, I always like to be in the studio first thing. I'm a morning person. But I don't eat breakfast. It's just what I don't do. And yeah. but I did learn yeah. I I have to have something in my belly so that doesn't happen again. So yeah, that, that one of the that big things, my, you know, is <laughs> like so many people are uh, you know kind of chronically dehydrated. You know, we don't drink enough water in general, and mouth sounds those little clicks that you know we don't even hear them when we're in conversation. You know, yes. but boy, put a microphone up close and you're going to hear it all. Um, Everything. That, that's a real challenge for some folks. Wow. Mouth yep. All the little breath. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mouth clicks. I haven't had that <laughs> phrase thrown at me, but it, it is really important. I, I always believe that, I know as a speaker, I always insisted that there was a thermos of hot water close by that I could keep because yeah. I always keep hydrated. 
um, on that. And I also yeah. know it's really important to keep those vocal cords warm. All right. So with that, we're going to be right back. With us is Becky Parker Geist. She is the visionary CEO of Pro Audio Voices. And we're going to talk about getting you off to the next level if you haven't already got an audio book and marketing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out... You will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at AuthorU.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're back with Becky Parker Geist. We're talking about audiobooks um, and beyond. I think that's what I'm going to call this. Audiobooks and beyond. So oh, yeah. what can we do beyond? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, Becky, we were talking about the narration side of it. So the first question is, should I narrate my voice? Frozen, you know, what are my options? So let's go through the options very quickly in this first step. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously uh, having a professional narrator record your book uh, is, mm-hmm. is one option and a highly recommended one. Being the voice for your own audiobook is an option, and there are uh, different ways to do that. It can be in your own home studio with a support team to do all the things that you are not the expert at, and uh, or it could be in a studio, uh, or a local studio to you, and then you still have a support team that's doing all the stuff that you know is not your expertise. So strongly encouraging a team, no matter which way you go. And also just want to mention that, you know, if you have an, a book that lends itself to more than one voice, that's also an option. 
having multiple voices narrate your book. Mm -hmm. So you've got a combination. As I said, I think if you've got a fiction book, you're better off with a a professional narrator who really understands the nuances and and the facing. And I remember someone shared with me, Becky, their they taped themselves reading their book. And I remember calling her back and I said, this is really boring. Do you understand that you have to yeah. pause? You have to modulate your voice. You have to you have to do so much um, when you do your own narration. You can't just read it like blah, 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 you know, like a like line after line after line. Yes. And that's what she was doing. So a, g- a good yeah. a coach. I, you know, I, you know. I have a. I have a theory about that um, because I've worked with a lot of authors, you know, it, where they've actually come into my studio and, and done the recording and I'm coaching them in real time. And my theory is that as the author, uh, you know, all it's all very alive in your mind because you wrote it, you know, your story, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not coming out. It's just coming out so flat because um, I've seen that uh, or heard that, I should say, so consistently um, that... For, as a general rule, you know, I mean, also, we have to recognize that, you know, we are, um, we have different sets of skills. And a professional narrator's skills are, you know, partly that voice modulation, that getting into the character, the differentiation of the different character voices, um, you know, the maintaining the energy and tone that's consistent throughout there. And that's just the beginning. But um, it, it makes a huge difference in how it comes out. And, and the author should not feel in any way like I should read my own audiobook. You know, there's, mm-hmm. it's a different set of skills. We wouldn't assume that we'd have both. Well, would it make sense if you're going to bring in, even for a nonfiction book, I, I, I have a client who did this, um, that... Mm-hmm. He he went in to do the narration and he listened. He said, "This sounds awful." So so they they got a, a regular narrator in. But what he did is he did the intro um, and the exit, so his voice was still on it. What do you think about that concept? Yes, we definitely do that very frequently. Uh, it could be uh, an intro. It could be a note from the author. Um, we've had, uh, we did a good is the new cool where there in the beginning, it's, um, there are two authors and it was like the story, Ofdel's story and Bobby's story, uh, which were each, you know, fairly short, but they, they set up where this book was coming from. And so wow. each of them read their own and then professional narrator did the rest. So absolutely. Right. Yes. So, so they segued and let the audience know a new voice would come in to yeah. carry it or do they just yeah. abruptly stop? Got it. All right. Well, so, yeah. and there's, cost yeah, I mean, I think that's all thing. right. Yes, there is cost, uh, to any of it, no matter which way you're going, even if you're recording at home, there's going to be, you know, there's, there is cost because the audiobooks. uh, Technical specifications, those standards, they must be met or your book will not be accepted for mm-hmm. distribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, you really me, have to know enough. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, don't do this as a total. Those of you who do choose to tape at home, um, audio, to make your audio book at home, that 
if you don't have a, a coach to guide you who knows what they're doing, uh, my my red lights are going off like crazy here. Um, because one of the things you may not know that with Amazon's uh, WhisperSync program, where you can listen to an audio, you can click, uh, you know, you can turn it off and open up an ebook and it will pick up. You have to be so close to what the words actually say in the ebook uh, with your audio book that if it doesn't, it, it won't click off. And it's a great feature, but it has to be tight. And this is where the professionals can help you, in my opinion, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah, there are a lot of, uh, yeah. lot of points. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I'd like to come back to the cost before we exit our show today, but I'd like to jump into there. There's so much more. And I mentioned earlier in the introduction how often it is that, um, you know, it's like I got book. Now, what do I do? You know, I, I'm, I'm clueless here. Mm -hmm. So you've got an ebook. Yeah. Um, how can we leverage it once the production's done and to drive more like for example how can i use it to drive traffic to my website and maybe convert to some other things i have yes yes so there are several things so some things can happen if you don't if you haven't produced your audiobook yet so i just want to briefly mention some of those for those those listeners who um are before production um mm -hmm because um, these can be really valuable, and most people just don't even think of them. Um, and there's so many opportunities missed. Um, for example, if you have any visuals in your book, it could be anything from a mm -hmm. photograph to a chart. It doesn't matter. If you have a visual, you're pr first of all, you're going to want to decide, is it important to describe it for the listener, or would I just omit it? Okay. Well, if you're going to omit it, wouldn't it be nice for your listener if you gave them a way to see it, if they'd like to see it? Of course mm -hmm. it would. So we want to give them a way to do that. One way is to invite them to your website to see it. Similarly, uh, there might be, let's say you have meditations in your audiobook. Those can be great pullouts and audio experiences that you could even use as an additional product on your website. Um, from, if you from, have appendices. Yeah, like note cards. You could make note cards. You could make inspiration cards. You could put a card deck together. Um, and, and That's do right. Those All things. kinds of things. Right, so would you right. suggest, so if you suggest that we're talking about having illustrations, graphics, and those kind of things, or, or maybe there's tables mm -hmm. in your books. Maybe there's forms in your book of yeah. some sort. Would right. you say for like in the beginning that throughout the book, you know, through, through, throughout my book, this is the author talking, throughout my book, um, that there are a variety of forms and you could give them, that you can download them on my website and, and give them the site address? Or where would you suggest they do yes. that? Yes. Um, sometimes we'll put it at the beginning. Um, often we'll sprinkle them through the book. And this is where it gets really important to Love make it. sure that your book doesn't... They, we just want to make sure it doesn't come out as a sales pitch, right? Mm -hmm. But we do oh, sure. want them to hear it frequently enough that they know exactly where to go when they can get to a computer, you know? Um, so that reminder of, we have something special for you. There's a bonus you can download. If you'd like to see this in, you know, in its visual format, it's right here for you for free. Uh, all of those uh, gentle 
invitations. And, and I really, really want to encourage people to think of it like an invitation, a gift mm-hmm. to the listener. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, you, 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 I, I'm always focused on what is going to be the best listening experience. How can we create the best listening experience for our, our listeners? Part of the way that we do that is by, you know, uh, is by creating ways to continue the relationship with the author. There are some audiobooks, for example, that they won't even include an about the author. And I, as a listener, go, well, how do I find this person? I have literally gone online trying to find a way to get connected with an author, and I can't find them. And I'm just kind of appalled at that. <laughs> but, you know, why not uh, in, it be, make it possible for our listeners to be able to come to your website and find out more about you? Mm-hmm. Usually by the time they get to the end of the book, they want more. That's right. They want to take you really home huh. with them. So, Becky, would this yeah. be a, yeah. a deal where you, the author, in your voice, invite them to do that or tell them a little bit more you, about you? Or would this make sense where someone like you, you, I mean, you have a good, strong voice, that you would come mm-hmm. on and say, to learn more about blah, 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 make sure you visit blah, 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 or something like that, or or more? Right. Now, typically... Yeah, if you have a professional narrator, it's appropriate for them to include that information. If you're recording it yourself, then you're going to want to craft that sentence as an invitation from you directly. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I want to make sure that people uh, think about, consider, is bonus material. So if you have like a little piece of an interview of you and you can share a little piece of that and then invite people to your website for the rest of it. That's awesome. Or if you have Mm. another book, why not include a sneak preview, whether it's an audio or not, it gives them a taste of what that other book is. Mm -hmm. So there are just so many things that we can do when we're preparing to go into production. I love these ideas. I love the idea of giving a sneak preview of what's coming on next. Um, and then, of course, you want to let yeah. them know when it's available, you know, that you're, it will right. be published or something like that. All right. I love, I right. love these and, ideas. Yeah. And there's, a, you know, what you just said in terms of letting them know, there's an invitation, you know, what if you'd like to know when it's coming out, you know, now let's get them to your website and sign up for your email list, mm-hmm. right, so that you can uh, notify oh. them. Or, or grab a special bonus that you're going to give because you know that they listened in to. Exactly. Um, and, and here's the other right. thing, and I know we're going into our next break, but what you are developing, everyone here, is creating a super fan. And understanding the concept of having super fans who will devour anything you come up with, who will shout out for you, they help you do marketing, <laughs> which is a great thing to have. Um, as you go forward with that. All right, with me is Becky Parker, guys. We're really talking about audiobooks and beyond um, in ways that I haven't thought about. So we'll be right back with Becky with more great ideas.
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one -on -one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're talking audiobooks and marketing and different ways you can do them. With me is Becky Parker Geist. She's based in Portland and her company is called Pro Audio Voices, which is the website. So it's the old www. or just go Pro Audio Voices. That's with the S. dot com, and you can uh, connect with her that way. All right, so we have been talking about some variables, sprinkling. I love the ideas. I love the idea, Becky of having an invitation to bring them back to the website. I think that's brilliant, just brilliant. Yeah. Um, you also talk about, and you may have some other you want to add on to that, but I also wanted to talk about, um, is there any way, I don't know if I've ever had the individual audiobook files, I guess I have, but what can we do with those? Can we do some chopping out? Can we spread a little bit, make teasers like trailers? Yes. I mean, what can we do? All right, let's talk. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about some of those other things. Um, okay. Yes, if your audiobook is done, uh, there are a few key things that I would suggest in terms of the marketing. One is uh, what's become known as audiograms, which is typically mm -hmm. um, like a single image, and it might be just your book cover and mm -hmm. a clip from your audiobook. So, of course, you want to think about, well, what little piece is going to be, if it's fiction, what little piece is going to be really sort of juicy enough mm -hmm. to make us want to listen to more. Uh, mm -hmm. For nonfiction, it might be key tips that you've got, you know, that you're sharing mm -hmm. in that way. These are great for social media. I mean, as we know, there are uh, the, the stats for people... Uh, engaging with your content increase dramatically if it's video, right? You can also use, though, so you can use uh, audio itself. It's a little trickier, uh, and n not all platforms are going to be as friendly with just the audio itself. So I, I do recommend, you know, creating these little audiogram videos. And we actually uh, can offer that for people that want to... Um, 
one just to get some audiograms from their files. Mm-hmm. Another um, thing that many and people how long? don't think about. I have, I have to ask you, how long how should long? this audiogram Oh, yeah, be? they could be yeah. anywhere 15 seconds to typically, you know, you probably wouldn't go more than a minute, but it might depend on your con. It would depend on your content mm-hmm. and what you want to include. So they can be very simple to put together um, and very useful in terms of getting people's attention. And you can just um, do it off of the audiobook file once you have it all back. That's right. That's wow. right. Yes. And you're making a point that I, I want to highlight, and that is um, I've been surprised in working with authors how many times we've asked for, well, do you have, like, do you have your manuscript in Word, for example? And they say, oh, no, I don't think I do or that I can't find it, or I can't find my manuscript. I'm going to have to check in with my designer, and I think, oh, my goodness. Let's please, everybody, make sure that you have your content (laughs) in a form that is always available to you, right? Um, So with audiobooks, when you get your audiobook completed, make sure that you get your finished files and download those so that you have those as well. Mm -hmm. Um. And then another thing that many people don't think about is the potential to podcast your audiobook. So an, an audiobook unto itself can also be a podcast. It's a different kind, unlike your podcast, Judith, where or mine, where we're going, uh, you know, every uh, every week or every month, you know, whatever uh, the schedule is. A a podcast of an audiobook would be a um, uh, you know, just a fixed number of episodes. You create an intro and an outro, and then you, you know, you podcast your book out. Yeah, Some so of the questions it, that come up around. You, you turn it into like a serial in, exactly. in its own yes. little way. It becomes a serial. That's this, right. And yeah, and that can be done, everyone, either for fiction, I mean, nonfiction, you've got chapters, they're usually your standalone, whether you can do the whole yep. chapter in one deal. Um, and I've taken from my books, I've pulled a chapter, and, and I will create a whole podcast just around the chapter. Yeah. So, totally yep. doable. Absolutely. And um, it's not that hard to do. Uh, sometimes people will say, well, aren't I then giving away my content for free? Well, yes, and in, in, in a sense you are, but you might ra- be better off thinking of it as investing with your content and leveraging your content so that more people are actually hearing it. If I'm listening, if I hear an episode of a, of an audiobook on a podcast, and they've only it's only been released. Let's say we have one chapter a week being released, and I'm up to chapter two, and I'm eager. I'm going to go get that audiobook. I'm not going to wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. So there's uh, there are a lot of different ways to use it, but it's another way to take that same content that's already been created and leverage it and get it out there to a wider audience. Because not all audiobook listeners are podcast listeners. So there's definitely a lot of crossover, but uh, there's a lot of uh, podcast listeners who are still being, you know, drawn into the audiobook world. That's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. And and that's why they have all these different things. And we're back to my restaurant menu analogy. <laughs> yes. Give yes, them, that's right. Give them a selection. 
All right. So right. What are, you also talk about, um, and I, you know what? Few people really understand the whole royalty side of stuff. Becky, can you get into that? Yeah. What, what do people make? And let's talk about pricing. Mm-hmm. Do they? Do you select a yeah. price, or do they slam it in and say, "No, this is what it's going to go for"? Right. So um, most people have heard of ACX, which is Amazon's audiobook mm-hmm. back end sort of production side of things. But not as many people have heard that there are alternatives, and I would strongly recommend that you go with an alternative. Because when you go with ACX, you are limiting your possibilities very dramatically and your royalties. So that said, we use Authors Republic as our distribution, digital distributor, and they get it out to over 50 channels around the world in addition to Audible. The way that the royalties work um, varies per platform. So, for example, a platform like Spotify music channel mostly, but they're really stepping into the audiobook world more. And they will, um, the they pay basically on the amount that's listened to. So uh, it's different from somebody like audiobooks.com where they're going to pay on the purchase of an audiobook. And then there are subscription models uh, like Audible, audiobooks.com, where somebody will pay a a subscription fee, and then they will get one credit per month toward any number of books in in their catalog. So the way the royalties work uh, coming into the author is typically it's about, uh, if you go with someone like Authors Republic, it's about 35% of your sales price. Um, But again, because there are so many different models, you've got libraries in there, it's uh, it's hard to give a fixed number. With well, um, yeah, commonly I hear people say, you know, I did an audio book and I never see anything. So mm-hmm. I I guess that's why we need to get into the marketing of it. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that is a part of it. And and also, you know, for authors that go through ACX or are like exclusive with Audible. Um, one of the challenges is that they pay on what they sell it for, and they have some very, um, very, I'll say challenging, um, I might use a different word, a little less attractive, uh, but <laughs> um, uh, uh, policies about returns, um, and there, there's something called Audible Gate, which is a whole other topic, um, which is trying to get Amazon to um, to be more fair to their content creators. But, so is this um, like being in audible jail? <laughs> is this what we're talking about? A uh, little bit, a little <laughs> bit. Uh, you, you, you are stuck in a contract, but you're also uh, limited if to, um, let's say, as an example, they may, uh, they tell their customers, okay, if you don't like an audio book for any reason, you can return it and just exchange it for another one. Well, they uh, then take away your royalties if they do that and uh, give them to the next person until that book gets returned or whatever. Um, but their uh, Audible itself is not losing any money because they're doing it on their subscription model typically. Mm. So there's some real questionable tactics mm-hmm. on that side. So my point, without going down that rabbit hole, my point is 
don't limit yourself to that ecosystem. So what you get out there is, in the world? And, yeah, what I'm hearing is yeah. it's not wise to be an, on an exclusive. Yes, that's right. That okay, absolutely right. So I'm hearing, yeah. I mean, and then yeah, yeah. And all the things that we've done, created over the years in terms of the different marketing options and ways to, you know, and, and ways to distribute have been really driven by my desire to get our authors the highest royalties possible, distribute it as widely as possible so they can have as much impact as possible, right? And, and recognizing when authors are, are getting stuck. So we started creating our audiobook marketing program when I was, we would produce these great audiobooks and then turn them over to the authors and they didn't know where to go with that. And yeah, I, so I it's like, common. Okay. I think that's the com- most common yeah. of all. What do I do next? Yeah. I mean, I know when I right. go to an event, I have books with me and I sell, people like what I'm saying or they connect with me and I sell a book and we exchange a book for money. They get that. That's easy peasy. Yeah. But it's this other stuff that they don't get. Right. One of the things that we created is something uh, called Amplify, which is basically a direct sale. There's no retailer in the middle. Um, and you get 65% of whatever you set as your retail price. And, um, and the only reason it's not 100% is because there are fees for the, uh, the solution itself, you know, the sure. people who developed that and merchant fees and things like that. But um, it was our way of uh, addressing this question of how can we give content creators more of their royalties and, um, and also to have more control. Because oh, yeah. that program also allows people to like run a promotion, you know, do a do a coupon code, you know, give away copies to your uh, reviewers if that's helpful. You know, you need to have control over the marketing that you're doing oh, and the royalties yeah. that you're getting. Yeah. All right, we're going to take our yeah. next break, but I'm going to you know, I want to end this as we go away. Most authors have no idea how to even find an audiobook reviewer, Becky most of them have yeah. they're clueless here so when we come back we'll have about 12 minutes i want i want becky to kiss on that please 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 okay i want you to come sure. back and kiss on how do we how do we set the price is there any control mm-hmm. here yes. um and then let's okay. talk about how changes what's what happened after the pandemic all right we'll be right back okay. it's author you your guide to book publishing This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy 
Build your brand and platform and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Before we jump into the pricing, I want to come back to the whole, where do we park our book on it? And um, I, I'm loving what Becky uh, Geist is talking about with the uh, uh, the Author Republic, which is a Canadian operation. And that, like, like I was like many, because when I first put my audiobooks up, that ACX was the primary gorilla, it's, it's Amazon, in town and you were locked in for seven years and then ACX said, well, no, maybe that's kind of a long time. So they dropped it down to a year. And one of the advisories was saying, well, go with, get, get, you know, get your placement on Amazon um, with ACX. And then when your year is up, then break the exclusivity and then you can go with other places, um, which would be like Author Republic, which now opens up 50 of their venues. My question to Becky, uh, when we were off the air on our uh, sponsor break, was, um, I think, really important. And she said, no, this is not it. My concern was, if I didn't have ACX in play, would my audiobook disappear from my details page on Amazon? And Becky said, what, Becky? No, it will not. <laughs> it, it, it will stay connected just as if you went through ACX. It doesn't change any of that um, that connection that happens on their, you know, Author Central, uh, when you have your different formats showing on your Amazon page, it will still show your Audible audiobook all the same, even if you don't go through ACX. So, so then um, what I'm hearing you say that like the Author Republic and their 50, you know, uh, spider webs going out here, Audible is one yeah. of them, and therefore it will uh, bleed into your Amazon page. Is that what I understand? Yes, that's right. And something okay. really interesting, um, you know, uh, there's been a off and on over the last couple of years, there have been times when trying to get your book onto Audible takes literally 
months. We had a title that took almost yes. a year. Oh, my God. Um, but here's the exciting thing is a few months ago, I think it may have maybe more than that now, mm-hmm. but Authors Republic found a way to get it up there really fast, even faster than ACX Ooh. would post them. I was blown away. So, I, you know, I was like, yes, <laughs> another uh, another cheer for Authors Republic. Yeah. Oh, no. I, hey, I'm on this. <laughs> Over this. <laughs> so, I really, I think this is terrific. All right. So, um, let's talk about pricing. So, when sure. you, let, yeah. let's, say, let's say, you know, you've sold this, Author Republics is going to be our portal. That yeah. is, if we were working with someone like you, for example, would you be suggesting the price for the book or do they do it? It was my understanding that that some of the uh, book, the, some of these portals, these 50 portals, they would actually mm-hmm. suggest what your book should be priced uh, depending upon the number of pages or, you know, the, the, yeah. the of, your, of your book. It's based on... Right. It's based on uh, finished length is typically what people mm-hmm. are looking at. But uh, with Authors Republic, you can put in an MSRP. So, uh, you know, your suggested price. Most channels, and I know this from interviewing the um, chief operating officer at Authors Republic on my pad- podcast, I, I know that m- most channels accept your MSRP as you put it in there. Audible will not, and with ACX, you cannot even suggest a price. They're just going to decide what they want to put up mm-hmm. there. Um, mm-hmm. But tip, but it is based on finished length, uh, typically. And we can provide a guideline as to, like, what we think Audible would sell it for. Mm-hmm. And typically, you know, authors will will aim for something around that pricing. But there can be times also where, for example, we did a full cast children's book it's actually a children's play musical Mm -hmm. with you know lots of singing music uh you know many actors and uh what we did for that was because it's a fairly short book it would typically you know you would charge less if it were just like single narrator but because it was so much more than that yeah yeah it's under 40 pages yeah right so we raised the raised the price to fit the product Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and uh, audiobooks more often are going to retail on the higher side because they do cost more to produce, and mm-hmm. so the industry recognizes that. Uh, so you're going to be closer to what you might think you would charge for a hardcover book. Mm. Oh, for, okay. So, see, that that was my expectations, that they would be, mm-hmm. all right, so if, if my book was $20, let's say, that that, that mm-hmm. audio book would be close to that price. And then all of a sudden I see $5.65. It made no sense to me. Made no uh, sense to me. Yeah. So. That so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. If, um, yeah. Audible is going to do what, you know, it's Amazon. So they're going to do their own thing and we can't control them. But what's good to know is that you have some other options. Um you know, and so just taking advantage of that, like going through Authors Republic, you know, considering uh, doing an Amplify page where you can also, when you're out on social media and you want to direct somebody to buy your book, I recommend two things. One is 
send them to the place where you're going to get the highest royalties. And the second is let them know that it's on their favorite audiobook retailer. So if they're already an Audible subscriber, they will probably want to get it through that. And that's fine. We want them to know it's available. But we also want them to know, hey, if you want to, you know, that this is the place where I would like you to buy it. So it's, it's that, you know, there's, you've heard of Haro, help a reporter out. So now we're going to do yes. help, help and author out. We're going to call it hail. And All right. <laughs> we're going to have it hail, Ruby. Yes. <laughs> H-A-A-O. Yeah. And, and yeah. S- send them. And you know what? I think that there's nothing wrong um, to blatantly say that you, a lot of people, for example, have no idea that a typical author, if they're with a, a traditionally type published um, uh, publisher, that they could be making anywhere from, you know, 47 cents to a dollar ten on any book that's sold. People have no yeah. idea it's so low. Yeah. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. So. And so this could be a promotion, everyone. You got a birthday coming up, a special celebration. How about proclaiming, hey, it's my birthday month. How about hailing it, helping an author out and securing your audio book through this site who will actually pay me three times the royalties that Audible will? I I would be that blunt. I, I know I, and certainly I know a lot of other people who will actively go seek out where, you know, like I'll go to the on author's website first to find out where do they want me to buy their book because I recognize, you know, not everyone does, as you say, but, you know, uh, many people do recognize that if we, it's like buying local, you know, buy direct is going to be the most benefit to the person that you're supporting in the first place, you know, with the, or, or getting your content from, you know. Oh, Becky, I just got a great idea. I don't have yeah. anything about, you know, I, I just say, if you want to, I'm a big supporter of indie books uh, stores. So I always put in the indie bound um, site yeah. in there. Just, you know, put this in your local, your, you put your zip code in and find a local independent bookstore within 50 miles of where you live, that kind of thing. But I yeah. have, I love this idea and I have just written a, on my favorite, you know, sticky note, you know, JB on website, tell them where to get audiobooks. I love this idea. Yeah. So yeah. hot, 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 hot. Um, <laughs> all right. Any other <laughs> quick ideas? I, you know, cause I do want to kiss on, I, I'm not even watching my time where I am. Cause I, Oh, 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 we've got like two and a half minutes left very quickly. Um, what's yeah. changed since the pandemic hit? Everything's grown. Really? Everything has grown in the audiobook world. Um, mm-hmm. more people, you know, have time to listen, need to listen, you know, need that self-help, uh, and health and wellness books, that category has seen the most growth of any others. <laughs> um, but yes, people need content all the more. And so they're, and, and need to be able to relax and close your eyes and get away from Zoom for a little while because that's where our lives are these days, you know. Um, so it's only grown. Well, I have to tell and in you term- that. Yeah, I I have girlfriends, you know, just checking in or, or, or peers that we have to just say, yeah. hey, let's just talk on the phone. Let's just talk on yeah. the phone. 
and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, we could do. And here's what else I want to tell all of you for your own marketing that one of the things, the power of your phone for interviews, uh, I can get up, I can walk around, I've got my phone attached to me, I get more energy, I get, you know, sometimes if you're just sitting, it, you know, the, the lethargy can hit. So I want you to all be careful, all of you. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, so there's more and usage. Why don't yeah. I share... Want to share one last very quick little thing because you had asked yeah. about reviewers. Yeah. Um, ask the big thing is ask for them. Ask for them from the people that you know. Those super fans are your key people to ask, but you've got to ask because people don't know how important it is to you unless you ask them to do it. You can ask right. in social media groups, wherever. Keep asking. And so, where do they post them though? You can, uh, so the main place, uh, is still on Audible, but, uh, they, you, if you have a website, they can be posting, you know, they can send them to you on your website. Um, you, they will need to, um, to look for, uh, it's like a bigger conversation and I, uh, we'll happy to have it, but. <laughs> Hey, yeah, good. Hey, Let's do that. We're going to have you back again. There is so much more with this. Has been. Oh, gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Becky Parker Geist. She is, you can find her, I'm going to, at proaudiovoices.com. And with that, thank, thank you all for spending an hour with both Becky and myself. Your success is always going to be up to you. We just want to support you along the way. Talk to you next week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryle.